It's time for Speaking of Speaking, quick tips and tools to take you from stage fright to spotlight. This podcast gives you an inside look from the world of public speaking and speaking secrets you need to be bold from the stage, no matter what business you're in. The host of Speaking of Speaking, Carl Richards. Thank you, Matt. Yes, it's another edition of the Speaking of Speaking podcast. And wow, do we have a topic for today. It's probably turned a lot of heads just from reading the headline, the dangerous yet popular skill of speaking to misinform and mislead and how it's affecting your brand. And you might be wondering how I came up with this topic today. I've seen a lot of information lately, not only in the political world and, and certainly the world that we live in today, there's a lot of politicking going on, but also there's things happening in the economy. It's got nothing to do with that. Well, it has a little bit to do with that, but really the icing on the cake for this topic today though, goes to some of the things I've seen in the last couple of years in the business world and in the speaking world. So I wanted to approach it today And I want to do it in a very in-your-face type fashion, which is really not how I typically do things. But I really wanted to dig deep into this because it is a problem and it seems to be a trend in business where a lot of people, even if they don't know they're doing it, are misinforming and misleading potential clients, even people who are current clients. So what exactly do I mean by the skill of speaking to misinform and mislead? Well, it's it's when you go out of your way intentionally or unintentionally to share information with your audience that's not true or not backed up with facts or examples. And this can also include things that don't reflect or dissuade from your personal or professional brand. If you're in business, you have probably invested a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of sweat equity in being an expert. So if you all of a sudden could jump on a soapbox and say something that deflects from that brand, even if it's something that just slips out of your mouth, it has a lasting effect or can have a lasting effect on your brand, on your business. Because when people hear you speak, they want to see you as a professional. They want to see you as the expert, but they don't want to be misled. They don't want to be led down the garden path thinking that you're something that you're not or have a product that that is supposed to be superior when it's not. They want to know that when they are following you in your business, when they're following you on social media, whatever it is, that you are the real deal. So for example, it's the simplest example I can think of actually, but it gets done a lot, a lot. I've seen this I don't know how many times in the business world, and it's usually with nervous or novice speakers They get caught saying this sometimes. Maybe you've heard people say that when they say something like, I'm not a professional speaker, so just bear with me. And and it gets worse because people can add to it. They'll, they'll, They'll say things like, oh, forgive me. I didn't really have a lot of time to practice last night. I just threw some notes together. I'm not a professional speaker anyway, so I'm just going to wing it. I'm just going to wing it today. See what happens. Would you do business with somebody who was just winging it. Of course you wouldn't. So it's misleading because people expect you to be the expert. People expect that you will be the expert. So even if you say, I'm not a professional speaker, you are still an expert. You might not be an expert at speaking, but you are the expert. And when you say you're not a professional speaker, what you're really saying is you are not professional. 
because the psychology behind what people hear is they hear not and professional. They don't hear I'm not a professional speaker. They hear not and professional. So keep that in mind. The hope would be that you're not just winging it in your business, that you are a professional. But when you even give the slightest inkling that you are not professional, it reflects your brand, it reflects your marketing, it reflects you, and it reflects who is going to follow you. When I hear people say they aren't professional speakers on stage, I automatically think of not and professional. I understand they might not be professional speakers, but in that moment, they are supposed to be experts on the subject matter they are sharing. Okay, so keep that in mind as we go through the rest of this today, because there's a few other things I want to hit that maybe you've seen things like this, or maybe you've experienced this. Heck, maybe you've even caught yourself saying things along these lines, or you know, using some type of marketing to get clients in the door. That's been a little bit misleading as well. Misinforming. There are a couple of different levels to this, so let's let's start with the first one here. One way in which business people misinform, especially when they're on stage, is when they state their opinion as fact. So for example, let me give you a really good example actually. I believe everyone could, could have a podcast. They're a very effective way to connect with your audience at any time, as opposed to a blog, which requires you to sit and read it. That's my opinion. And anyone can not necessarily should, but anyone can have a podcast. Here's where it gets to be a little bit of a gray area and where I'm stating my opinion as fact. Stating my opinion as fact would be if I said podcasts are more popular than blogs because you can connect with anyone at any time as opposed to blogs that have to be read. There's a very slight differentiation between those two. Stating my opinion as fact is saying Podcasts are more popular than blogs. I don't know that until I go and research it. And by the way, I haven't done deep enough research to prove that. There is a lot of information out there that does show that podcasts are more accessible than blogs, but it, there is not enough information to support in my research that podcasts are more popular than blogs. That's only my opinion. I believe everyone can have a podcast. They're a very effective way to connect with an audience at any time. So that's a very fine line. So you really have to be careful what you say. You could get yourself in a lot of trouble if you state your opinion as being fact. And you better be ready to back it up. Better be ready to back it up. Here's another example of misinforming. Smoke and mirrors. Now, smoke and mirrors can be an effective way to spin your marketing. People do it all the time. It's the old, it's not what you say, it's how you say it, it's how you position it, how you position yourself, your brand, your business. But there has to be some truth to it. So for example, in my marketing, I share with people that I've made over a million dollars as a speaker. That is true. At no point in my marketing do I say, I'm going to show you how to make a million dollars as a speaker. I don't say that. What I do say is I can show you the steps I've taken to make the money I've made through my speaking experience. That is absolutely true. Here's a, here's a real good example 
and I see this all the time, there are programs out there that teach you something where the presenter has little to no experience or expertise in that area. And there are a ton of them out there. I've seen people offer speaking programs and all they've done is taken a seven day course on how to be a speaker. That's not nearly enough experience or expertise, in my opinion, to be able to share with other people how to get on stage and make thousands of dollars doing so. That is not a good example of somebody who is speaking with authenticity and you know using their brand authentically as well. Here's a very clear example. I saw a podcast interview program advertised on Facebook because I have a podcast. I see a lot of these ads pop up on Facebook. $1,800 program, deep discount of less than 50 bucks. So here's an $1,800 program you can get for 50 bucks, almost free. And the presenter had very little experience conducting interviews. Very little experience because I researched I looked the person up. Here's another example. Uh, a four-part Facebook Live series on how to make $750,000 to a million dollars in business. And I know for a fact who the presenter is on this one. And I know they haven't even come close to making high uh, six or seven figures in business. I know that. Kind of helps when you know who they are. Because <laughs> then you can kind of say, look, I, I call foul on this. Really, I call foul on this because it's misleading and misinforming people who could possibly be signing up for, for, for programs and not only investing the time and money, but investing their trust that they're going to get the best of the best of the best out of you. Well, if you don't have what it takes, if you don't have the experience, if you don't have the knowledge, the expertise, how are you going to promise let alone guarantee, how are you going to promise outcome? And obviously you can't 100% promise outcome, but how are you going to promise your audience that if they, if they follow these steps, if they take this program, it'll move them closer? How can you promise that? How can you clearly promise that that is going to get them closer to whatever it is they want to do? It's kind of like someone who has never gotten behind the wheel of a car, but has just read the driver's handbook selling you on driver training. It doesn't make sense. It makes absolutely zero sense. But in business, when it comes to programs, when it comes to positioning yourselves, people are doing this all the time. Stop this. Stop it because it's going to get to a point where it's going to affect you personally. It's going to affect you professionally. Uh, it could cost you in legal fees. It really could. I mean, if you if you really if, if really want to get down to the the nitty gritty, somebody could call you out on it, and it could cost you. It really, really could. So here's what I want to say as I wrap this up. And I know I've been on a bit of a soapbox today, but I thought it was very important that we talk about this because there's so much misinformation out there. We're seeing it in our political arenas. Uh, here's what I need you to think about. I want you to really think this through. Speak the truth. Speak the truth. You can spin your marketing around the truth. And we've all heard the old adage and the truth will set you free. And it's true. It will. It will get you more recognition. It will get you more clients. It will get you stronger testimonials. It will get you results. And make sure whatever you're selling is true. 100%. Two, you're always the professional. You are always the professional. Keep that in mind. Even if you are not a professional at something, 
So even if you are not a professional speaker, in that moment you are speaking to an audience, you are the expert. So be an expert. Be the prepared one that shows up with your talk ready to go. Don't say you're not a professional speaker. Don't say you're just going to wing it. Wing it. Don't say you're just going to see what happens. Throw it up in the air and see what happens. Because if you ran your business that way, you wouldn't be in business for very long. And we know who those people are. doesn't matter how much money you're making in your business. The, the, the money always comes later. That's one of the things I've heard for years. And if you have never heard that, you're hearing it from me now. If you're concerned about the money aspect of things, keep doing what you're doing with authenticity and professionalism. The money will come to you eventually. Just speak the truth. Always be the professional. State your opinions as opinions. If you have an opinion, it's okay to say, here's my opinion. But don't state it as fact unless the facts back up your position on that topic which means you'll have to do some research, which means if we're talking about speaking, which is what this podcast is all about, you're going to have to do your research before you get on stage. Otherwise, you all you can do is state your opinion. I want to leave you with this, uh, this thought as I wrap up this episode, because I want you to get out there and I want you to speak. I want you to speak as much as you can. I want you to take your brand and, and elevate it to as high as you possibly can, wherever you want it to go. But speak to inform or speak to persuade or speak to entertain or speak to sell whatever the reason is you're speaking do them all with authenticity in the end you will be the person who will win over your competition because of your professionalism because of brand recognition and because of staying the course and being authentic and not falling into the traps, those very dangerous traps, yet very popular places people like to go where you're misinforming and misleading your audience because it really can affect your brand negatively. So speak to inform, speak to persuade, speak to entertain, speak to sell, speak to rocket to the top, whatever it is, but do them all with authenticity. If you ever have a question about this podcast, drop me a note anytime. It's askcarl at carlspeaks.ca. Until next time, it's Carl Richards. Speak with authenticity. Get out there and own the platform. Thanks for listening to the Speaking of Speaking podcast. Fired up about something you heard today? Want to learn more? Be sure to visit carlspeaks.ca. And don't forget to follow Carl on Twitter at CarlRichard72 or join the Facebook group Speaking of Speaking. 